I use the New York Times Games app every single day. I love playing Connections. With Connections, I need to twist my brain to see the different categories. I think I know this connection. Look, Bath is a city in England, Sandwich is a city in England, Reading is a city in England, and I'm gonna guess Derby is a city in England. I started Wordle 194 days ago, and I haven't missed a day. The New York Times Games app has all the games right there. I absolutely love Spelling Bee. I always have to get genius. I've seen you yell at it and say, that <laughs> should be a word. Totally should be a word. Sudoku is kind of my version of lifting heavy weights at the gym. At this point, I'm probably more consistent with doing the crossword than brushing my teeth. When I can finish a hard puzzle without pins, I feel like the smartest person in the world. When I have to look up a clue to help me, I'm learning something new. It gives me joy every single day. Start playing in the New York Times Games app. You can download it at nytimes.com slash games app. From the New York Times, I'm Michael Barbaro. Here's what you need to know today. The economic toll of the pandemic became clearer on Thursday when the government announced that the country's gross domestic product, a broad measure of economic health, fell by nearly a third it was the most devastating three-month collapse on record, and it wiped out five years of economic growth. And the coronavirus has claimed the life of a former presidential candidate, Herman Cain, a restaurant executive who sought the Republican nomination in 2012 and briefly led the field in polling. Cain tested positive after attending an indoor rally for President Trump in Tulsa, Oklahoma in June, where he was photographed without a mask. He was hospitalized with COVID-19 soon after. Finally. From Troy to the sit-ins of Nashville, from the Freedom Rides to the March on Washington, from Freedom Summer to Selma, John Lewis always looked outward, not inward. He always thought of others. He always believed in preaching the gospel in word and in deed, insisting that hate and fear had to be answered with love and hope. In Atlanta on Thursday, the funeral of Congressman John Lewis drew three living presidents, George W. Bush, Bill Clinton, and Barack Obama, each of whom delivered eulogies of the civil rights leader. What a radical idea. What a revolutionary notion. This idea that any of us, ordinary people, a young kid from Troy, can stand up to the powers and principalities and say, no, this isn't right, this isn't true. This isn't just. We can do better. In his eulogy, President Obama said that America owes an enormous debt to John Lewis. America was built by John Lewis's. He, as much as anyone in our history, brought this country a little bit closer to our highest ideals. And someday when we do finish that long journey towards freedom, when we do form a more perfect union, whether it's years from now or decades, or even if it takes another two centuries, John Lewis will be a founding father of that fuller, fairer, 
better America. That's it for today. I'm Michael Barbaro. See you on Monday.